Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily. I'm scared. I'm Henley and I'm scared. I'm Sammy and I am brave. <laughs> Did anything, I feel like we're like on a mission. Did anything <laughs> scary happen to us this week? I have one. Actually, it's brief, but scary. Okay. For sure. <laughs> um, I tried on wedding dresses Ooh. this week and I felt like a grown ass woman. Yeah. And that's scary. And you looked like a grown ass <laughs> woman. You looked beautiful. It, it was scary. beautiful. Oh, thanks. You guys were there. We it was there. honestly kind of scary to it's try big. on clothes yeah. and then have people also be like in a viewing room there right. to it's, like it's very ceremonious it's mm-hmm. like yeah but you pulled the trigger i pulled the, i pulled the goddamn trigger yeah i did it was very cool Ooh, but it was scary so glad that's over um what about you guys um, scary i had to start drinking decaf tea <laughs> which uh, is because oh, caffeine's I, really affecting you yes my anxiety is kind of out of control and i now drink decaf which is scary yeah, I like regular caffeine. Yeah, what a sacrifice I'm making! Huge, <laughs> and even like caffeinated tea is too much. Yes, even black tea, even green tea. Oh I was, no! Yeah, I'm drinking decaf Irish breakfast currently. Do you think it has any connection to all the horror movies you've been watching? <laughs> you know, I'm sure they're not helping. <laughs> Probably not helping. Probably not. But yeah, pretty scary. Pretty yeah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what about you? Um, I mean, I was just gonna say that. That Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> okay. okay. Look, here's the thing about me and astrology is I like it. I know very little about it, but I love to There's talk a about lot it to know. and think about it. There's a lot to know. And one of my best friends um, does not live in L.A., so she's not into astrology because that's the dividing line. And she is fascinated by people in L.A. being into astrology. And she follows an account that was like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. And she sent it me and she's like, I still don't know what this means. And she's like very frustrated. <laughs> and my understanding of it is just that like it makes things go a little wonky. And yeah. like especially mm, like technology, technology things. And you know what? Mm. Postmates has been fucking with me and I really I'm blaming it on Mercury retrograde. So fair. That's what's been scary. So if we lose this recording, it's because of Mercury. It's because of Mercury and retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird time. Mm hmm. It's a weird time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the movie this week, Sammy? This week's movie is Doctor Sleep. It is a new movie. Just came out. 2019. Just came out. Two hours, 31 Majorly minutes long. flopped at the box office. Did it? Yeah, they're upset. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they're upset about it. But, um, but well reviewed. Um. <laughs> okay, well. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. It is uh, directed by Mike Flanagan. And starring Ewan McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson, Kylie Curran, Cliff Curtis, Zane McLaren. These names are wild. Emily Allen Lind. Maybe I wrote down too many names. We don't know any of these people. Well, mm-hmm. that's fine. These mean nothing <laughs> to me. I want to point out that Rebecca something. What's her name? Rebecca. Ferguson. She is the hot chick 
from one of the hot chicks. They're all hot from Mission Impossible. She's a babe. She is such a babe. Still, I still don't know who that is. Yeah, she's well, cool. She's okay. really take cool. our word for take it. Take our word for it. She's hot she's and hot. she's in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here to talk about it with us is um a very special guest. He is a director, a producer, a fellow Stephen King hater. I think Ooh, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, and I've practiced saying his last name, so I hope I get it right. <laughs> it's Dominic Chickadicola. How is that? Did I, it? <laughs> Did I do it right? That was, yeah, that was really good. How would you say Yay. it, Dom? Because I would love to hear. Dominic Chickadicola. That sounds more natural, but, it, yeah, but the pronunciation was good. Cola. I did Chickadicola. 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 Chico de cola. 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 Is it annoying having a hard to pronounce name? No. Great. Oh. Yeah, I've loved it actually. <laughs> and I think it makes me more cognizant of all the names around me. Mm. You, know? uh-huh. mm-hmm. you don't make assumptions. No. And also, I've become really good at pronouncing odd names. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like Nguyen. When I first yep, saw yep. Nguyen, Nguyen, I knew exactly how to say it. Okay. <laughs> wow, what Very a gift. specific what? brag. <laughs> <laughs> I love a specific brag. That's the N-G-U-Y-E-N last name. Mm-hmm. I all thought it was Wynn. It's Nguyen. Nguyen. It's Nguyen. 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 Mm-hmm. Dom, did anything scary happen to you this week? I think the big headline from this week for me is I didn't nap once. <gasps> That's scary. I you're napped a big, you're a big napper? Uh, huge. And it runs in my family. Oh. My dad's a huge napper. Okay. My mom takes naps. How long um, are your naps usually? Anywhere from like. 12 to 3 hours. Oh, 12 huge minutes margin. to 3 hours. <laughs> Anywhere from 12 Anywhere minutes from to 3 hours. Anywhere from a full night's sleep to a crisp 3 hours. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh opening up, I started taking a new supplement. Mm-hmm. And it took like a week and a half and then all of a sudden, I think I found the right way to take it. You have more energy? Is I that just, what's happening? Yeah. Is it rhodiola by any chance? No, it's called uh C-O-Q-10. Oh, CoQ10. CoQ10. Mm-hmm. Wow, actually, look what you mispronounced, Dom. <laughs> well, and I'm actually in the CoQH, which okay. is like the quinol. It's, there's two types of CoQ10. Okay. Quinone and quinol. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And this one's the more I got to try these out because I too am a big, a big napper. Yeah. Um, and Silent Jenna is as well. She's not here today. She's a big napper. But she naps yeah. almost every day and I usually do as well. I napped yesterday for two hours. Wow. That sounds so nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can't I love it. Are you guys just really good at falling asleep? Can you just like lie down and fall asleep? I am pretty good at it. I go through phases. Yeah, usually I don't like lay down unless I'm tired. Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. the nap has to find me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I can't be like, I'm going to take a nap and then take a nap. I normally have to be like, oh, oh, wait. It could be a nap could happen. And then I <laughs> and then I have to find that perfect moment. And then it's great. One hundred percent. Do you like scary movies, Tom? Yeah, I do like scary movies. What kind of scary movies? Like what version? You know, the, mm. the horror, the the thriller, mm. the uh, art house, <laughs> the gore. Yeah. Oh, look at you. The sci-fi, those the are, monster. I don't even know what half of those are. The those animal are really themed. <laughs> the animal themed. Are you, do you the like animated the animal ones? Themed? <laughs> 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 animated horror? Hey, those- you know, Nightmare for Christmas. Um, <laughs> Stop motion stuff they're doing. Coraline. Coraline. Scary. Thing with the buttons for the eyes. I like I like a lot of horror. I like smart. I like funny horror. Mm-hmm. Like Cabin in the Woods. I was going to say. I think yeah, is one of my yeah, more yeah. favorite, more one. recent. Mm-hmm. Um, classically, I think The Shining. 
It's mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Mm-hmm. I also like the ring. Mm-hmm. My least favorite is like the the like torture porn. Mm-hmm. Like saw. Yeah, like saw. Yeah. Sometimes when a movie's too much or too scary, I like read the Wikipedia or like a plot synopsis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, too much. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this movie, I don't know if you've ever, you've never seen this movie called Wolf Creek. Never. Mm-mm. Oh, wait, someone else explained Wolf Creek mm. to me recently. I've never even heard it of it. It sounded very scary. It wasn't me. It wasn't no. you. I read the Wikipedia thing right when I started to watch it, and I got so scared from oh, the Wikipedia no. thing. <laughs> you had to turn I it off. I couldn't. The plot was just too messed up. Yeah. 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 We're going to have to like, do that one on the podcast. Hostels. Yeah, I'm not that's really kind of a, what this podcast is for. It's it like our bread and butter. Podcast it's like an hour long Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. With, with, you no, know, with no facts. With no facts. <laughs> it's an unreliable one hour Wikipedia <laughs> audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Probably more reliable than Wikipedia. Hey, Wikipedia's just, yes. Sometimes. Right. You Sometimes. Know. Hello, everybody. It is time for cocktail hour. This week's cocktail is a wall banger. Um, not a Harvey wall banger. We don't like anything named Harvey. Just a plain old wall banger. Um, we chose this cocktail because there is a scene in the movie where some words are banged into a wall (laughs) Um, but it's really good so to make a wall banger you need one and a half ounces of gin three quarters an ounce of vanilla syrup three quarters an ounce of grapefruit juice a half an ounce of lemon juice and one ounce of soda water you will combine the first four ingredients in a shaker add ice and shake strain into a Collins glass add ice and top with the soda water Stir a little bit to mix and garnish with a grapefruit twist. Um, This drink is light, refreshing, um, delicious. You're going to love it. Cheers. Um, Mm. Do we have any trivia about this movie? Oh, um, I have one little thing. I have one little thing. Well, besides the fact that it bombed royally at the box office. Yeah, I looked it up and actually I should see if I can pull that up. What's this movie called? Doctor Sleep. I think it was supposed to. So there's a Hollywood. No, Hollywood. Um, uh, yes, Hollywood Reporter headline: Box office. Doctor Sleep's dismal 14 million dollar debut terrifies Hollywood. <laughs> it's um, a little dramatic, it's right? A little dramatic. But they were expecting it to do much, much better. I think they were expecting to make 25 to 30 mil opening weekend, and it barely made 14 million dollars. Mm. Yeah. Um, one thing I do know is that Stephen King likes this movie. Bad sign. Bad, bad sign. Bad sign. <laughs> he has really terrible taste. <laughs> Red flag. Um, yeah, we keep doing Stephen King movies. I mean, lot, lot of he's a he's a big name in horror. He's a mm-hmm. big name in horror. Uh, we're, we're just we're, accept it. We're masochists. We can't help it. We, <laughs> we just can't help it. Love um, to love to hate it. He's kind of the king. The king. Oh. The Stephen King. The trivia that I found um is that mike flanagan who's mike flanagan did he direct this did he's he write this directed, directed. directed this. i think wrote as well he also okay. did haunting of hill house mm-hmm. so this is, i like this trivia because it sort of um is a burn on stephen king so great um mike flanagan had to convince stephen king that despite his own distaste for stanley kubrick's the shining 
audiences were more familiar with that version and largely preferred it to King's Own The Shining. <laughs> As such, this film had to be a sequel to Kubrick's film and include some direct references to it. Yep. Which he did not want. Sorry, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen. he hated that. Yeah. He must have hated that. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. But he did like this movie, which is weird. Get your shit together, Stephen King. Figure out who side you're on. But it's a bad movie. Well, the movie mashes up things from the book and things from the movie mm-hmm. in ways that are like you know a little um sort of like asking forgiveness i feel and right. some there's some things that we'll talk about i'm pretty sure pretty soon okay yeah, yeah. we'll get into it i just have some casting what ifs oh, Ooh, I, love that, those those. I know we like these we like these so everyone that um was up for the role and met with the director um we had Ewan McGregor, obviously. Dan Stevens. Oh. Who's that? Much younger choice. Who is that? Who's that? Dan Stevens is from Legion, uh, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Oh. That famous, famous image that I'm obsessed with <laughs> of him in his like crazy, huge motion capture suit next to Tiny Emma it's Watson. From Down- Downton Abbey, right? I've never seen Downton Abbey. British, but yes. Oh, who is he? Downton Abbey. I've never seen it. I just oh. know he's in it. He's, uh, he's You'd British. recognize him. You'd recognize mm. him. And okay, Chris Evans, kind, oh. of, kind of a weird one. Weird, a little weird. Uh, Matt Smith, let's see. Uh, he was a Doctor Who, I believe. Mm. Okay, and Jeremy Renner. <laughs> wow, that's really all over the map there. I'd Guys, say. Jeremy Renner is so funny. Jeremy Renner is. Uh, he's recently become like the butt of every joke. I feel like. Yeah, he's ha- yeah, but by his own doing, I would yeah. say. Yeah, didn't what he, did he start? Do? I feel like he's he started had, like, a like music a career. Yeah, he was in, in weird mind. commercials and he started like an, an app, some sort of cell phone app. He takes a lot of selfies with captions about his children, but they're not in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really bizarre, guys. Look, check it out. Check, check it out. out his Instagram. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Should we watch the trailer? Yeah, let's watch the trailer. Let's watch the trailer. Hi. You can hear me. You're magic. Like me. I don't know about magic. I always called it the shining. The world is a hungry place. A dangerous place. These empty devils, they'll eat what shines. And they noticed that little girl. Wow. Hi there. Get out of my head! Get out! I haven't felt power like that in so long. They're coming. Yes, you run, dear. And then I will find you. And you will scream for years. Come play with us forever and ever. Um, all right, so I guess let's just get into it. Let's get into it. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. 
So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, yeah. Tell us about this motherfucking movie. All okay. right. <laughs> well, it's a sequel to The Shining. Yes. Um, st- also based on a book, Stephen King's book. And the movie starts in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little girl it, like camping with her family. We're in a trailer park. Oh, trailer park. I think they live there. Okay. You know, I uh, get the like idea. A, it's a community. Near like a lake. Mm-hmm. She wanders off towards the lake. She's wearing like violet, purple. Okay. Her name is Violet. Her name is Violet. Right? She's like, Violet, don't go too far. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Violet, mm-hmm. who's, and she's looking for violets. Uh-huh. The flower. Mm. And, oh, my God. Um, near the water, there is a woman with violets in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, wearing a, I think, a pretty stupid hat. Yeah, but she it's her calling card. Yes. Right? She says her name is something, the hat. And she says, my hat is like such a big part of who I am that it's part of my name now. Her name is Rose the Hat. This is Rebecca Ferguson. She's a babe. She's babe. a babe. Total But the babe. hat is stupid. It's babe and a stupid hat. I definitely would have talked to her if I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to her right now. Um, it's like a little top hat. It's a top hat, like a magician's hat. But like a little top hat. Like a little top hat. Like a Monopoly top hat. A lady's top hat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so she starts like um, doing like a little magic trick for the girl or something. She like says like, look at my hat. It's a magic Mm -hmm. hat. She kills a bunch of flowers and like puts the violet and then the violets come out. Uh Meanwhile, suddenly... In the forest. People are appearing. Right. Mm. Not- and she's getting, she's like looking a little nervous. Like she's been told like, don't talk to strangers. And uh, the hat's Ro- like chill. It's cool. Rose is like, those fine. Those are all my friends. Yeah. Like we're good. We're good. And they're just like appearing and standing. Like- Not smiling. The hat says, uh, Violet, you're special. 
you, you, you know, like what's in my hat before I tell you what it is or something. Right. Uh oh. And you kind of get that she has the shining. She shines. She shines. She yeah. shines. She's a shiner. And the friends close in. Everyone closes in. And then they maybe pounce some, on her. Maybe some scream. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. And then cut to still 1980. Mm hmm. Danny Torrance mm-hmm. from The Shining. Half a world away in Colorado? <laughs> yes. Still in the hotel for so- The kid. Yes, the okay. kid. It's the same year that Shining Yes. Came. Okay. So it's him on his little tricycle riding around in the hallways. And he goes to room 237. Door is open. Mm-hmm. Slowly, the like disgusting old woman appears through the doorway. Mm. And then he like snaps awake and it was a nightmare and it's like just a little while after that, and they're living in Florida now, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, some seaside town. They wanted town. to get a, as far away from Colorado. Checks out. So then it but cuts- But even before that, so uh-huh. the room 237 mm-hmm. and the carpet, those are all Stanley Kubrick movie touches. Right. And in the book, that room is number 217, which- Three is scarier. <laughs> right. Um. So- Stanley Kubrick also hated Stephen King, by the way, and like the whole story. There are a lot of things in The Shining that- like Stanley Kubrick did on purpose just to, to piss off to be different. just yeah. to say like fuck you I'm killing your book mm. this is my yeah, and he story he completely changed the movie. end right isn't the end completely different mm-hmm. um, so then we cut to uh, Danny on a park bench with Dick Halloran mm-hmm. in the Florida in Florida what? Dick Halloran is a you know ghost Dick? presumably mm-hmm. oh, yeah that's why oh, I said okay. what because okay. he died yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Dick Halloran is telling Danny or Danny is saying how the ghosts, I guess, are still haunting him in his dreams. The old lady and all the different things from the Overlook Hotel are still like following him and kind of clinging to him. And he shows him a little box. Dick Halloran shows Danny a little box and he's like, memorize this box and you're going to lock them in this box in your mind. Right. I don't think Danny's actually talking at this point. Okay. I think Dick knows it because he can read his mind or right, something. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Either way. But there's the box. Yes. He's like, this is what you, this is what you got to do. Lock away these. It's a little jewelry box. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we get to Danny back in his house with his mom. He they're watching they're Bugs watching, Bunny. They're watching with What's Bugs up, Bunny. Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? That's his nickname. Dursleep. Got <laughs> that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> who plays who plays his mom in this? Oh man, I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know, but she's really going for Shelley Duvall. All of the characters oh, from fun. The Shining are like really going for yes. the actor's portrayal of their character I'm in The Shining. Person. I thought she did I thought she did well. I liked her. I think she did great. And I thought the Dick Halloran was also good. Yeah, I did too. Great, I think great, all of the ones we... that imitated the previous performances did pretty good. Yeah. Um, so okay, we're they're watching Bugs Bunny and Danny's like, hold on a second, yeah. I got something to take care of. But he says this in his mind. He doesn't say anything yet because he's still like freaked out. Okay. And his mom is like, where are you going? And he's like, where are you going? He's like, oh, he just he's looks back. Just he's like, like walking to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you see in the bathroom, the bathtub, the old woman is in the bathtub no. pulling the shower curtain back like she did in The Shining. And he goes in there with her and like closes the door. She looked really friendly, by the way. Hmm. She looked like grandma, like smiling when he comes in the room. She's like, hey, Danny. Well, she's like excited to eat him. She's probably happy to be in Florida. Excited to eat him. You know, she's like, Florida is so nice. (laughs) It's not snowy outside. Thanks for bringing me here. I love it here. Just want to thank you for this wonderful bath. So grateful. Yeah. Um, But so then he closes himself in there with her and then comes out a little bit 
later mm-hmm. and is kind of like like shaking off his hands he's like all right i like locked her up in the box in my mind and right. like goes back and sits down and continues watching tv right. with his mom and he's like mom don't have to worry about anything ever again yeah he says something like that to her right pretty sure mm-hmm. he says something yeah. because yeah. now we know danny can talk again he's like all better he's dealing with it he's all better yeah what's, uh, wait, what's he the couldn't impl- talk before he couldn't he was too freaked out yeah he couldn't talk uh. after what happened at the, sh- at the Overlook the- Hotel. That makes sense. So the implication is that he... How did he solve the problem of the old woman? He's locking her up in a box in his mind. It's like how when you were when you were a kid and you had nightmares, did you ever anyone tell you, like, spray spray paint on the monster in your nightmares and then it won't be able to get you? No. Is that just me? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. What kind of graffiti parents did you have? Uh, it was actually my sister. Hey, she <laughs> listens. Hi, Sarah, if we don't cut this out. Um, That's a smart it idea. Worked. It It worked. Hmm. I remember so, yeah. spraying spray okay. paint well, on the show. Yeah. It's like that. Dream. It's okay. like mind over matter. It's, it's compar- mind over matter, Henley. It's compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay. Then we cut to 2011. And we cut to Danny, who is now Dan, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. waking up in bed with a naked woman who has like vomited everywhere. She's passed out. She's vomited like in the bed. In Ew. the bed. It's not cool. Ew, gross. But she's kind of hot still. Mm. But it's not cool. Mm. Um, and then it's kind of like intercut with shots of the night before. He's you remembering see, what happened. You see him like getting real drunk, doing coke, um, getting in a, a bar fight. fight. He almost kills someone with a cue ball. Yep. Oh, yeah. He punches him real good. A lot. And that's yeah. what really turns the girl on. And she's like, ooh, we got to go home together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Pretty he sweet. spends the night or he wakes up in her house the next morning. And uh, so he gets up and starts stealing money from her well, wallet he doesn't have his money on him oh he checks his wallet first right, and right. he's like oh she took my money to buy the coke so I, now i'm gonna steal her money enter dick halloran that's right ah. Ghost being of like a man. his little like jiminy cricket <laughs> <laughs> being like what are you doing dan like and then there's a kid yes so then in the other room all of a sudden there's like a two-year-old mm-hmm. crying oh, and crawling no. into the room soiled oh. pajamas Soiled pajamas, blonde curly hair, beautiful baby. Very cute baby. Except dirty and stinks. <laughs> and so is in a, like, yeah. Yeah, because mom's drunk and high on coke and like puking everywhere. Aww. And Dan like lifts up the baby and sits him next to his mom <gasps> on the vomit bed. He picks up a bag of Cheez-Its. Oh, and gives him a bag of Cheez-Its. And gives him the bag of Cheez-Its. And steals her money and, and, takes the and money. leaves. Yeah, gives her the kid, takes the money. Um, so we get the idea that he's not doing great in his adult life. Mm-mm. He's got, he's still got some demons. Mm-hmm. He's drowning him out with alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. Something's going on with Dan. He's not great. He's hit rock bottom. Mm. Yeah. We see him underneath the freeway. He's like in a little tent town. Yeah. There's a train that goes by. Maybe he lives on it. He gets more drunk. Something else happens. He throws up somewhere else. So he's like homeless. He's like a homeless man. He's pretty homeless. Um, and then we get a scene where we meet Abra. A little girl, and she's at a, it's like her birthday party, I believe, and there's a magician, and the magician is balancing a spoon on his fingers or something, and the little girl goes, I can do that too. And the magician's like kind of a dick about it, and he's like, okay, like, cool. And then you see her parents inside, and all of the silverware in their kitchen is out of the drawers and on the floor, and all of the spoons are like levitating from the ceiling. Oh, wow. And then as they... Powerful little girl. Yeah. And so as they look at them, they all like fall down and crash everywhere. Yeah, it's shake. It's scary. Scary. Jump scare. 
It's a jump scare. <laughs> mm. I have a really terrible joke. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Is her name Abracadabra? Well, that yeah. was the stupidest thing. I like was shocked that her name. I thought it was a joke because she does. There's a line where she's they, the magician asks, "Who knows the magic word?" And she's like, "Me, me, me," because it's my fucking name, I guess. Right. So stupid. I mean, she doesn't bad. swear, but that is, is what that she says. Is that the book? Her name is Abra. It must be. That Abra. sounds like a dumb Stephen that King thing, right? No one else could make that up. Dumb. That's the master of horror at work. <laughs> um, okay. okay, then we cut to a movie theater where a young, like, teenage girl is watching Casablanca. Mm. And a older man comes and sits next to her and says... You're prettier than your photo. And she says, you're older than your photo. Mm. So they're sitting and watching the movie. And then she, she says, puts his, like her head on his shoulder and whispers in his ear. Mm -hmm. Aren't you or you're feeling pretty sleepy? And he starts kind of mm. nodding. Mm. And then she says sleep and he falls asleep. And like 10 rows behind them are Rose the Hat and one of the other like gypsy looking guys other, from the woods. Yes. Bad people. Bad the bad people. The most recognizable one with like the mustache and the cool hat. I remember and from the trailer. His yeah. name is Crow Daddy. Okay. The master oh. of horror at work. Right. That's the fucking coolest thing I've heard all day. You get the feeling like Crow Daddy and Rose the Hat are kind of a thing. Yep. They have a real affection for each other. Yep. Crow and Daddy. Crow Daddy has been watching this young woman. Mm -hmm. who's in the theater making the guy sleep. And Rose is like, this doesn't seem that special. And Crow Daddy's like, but check this out. And then she tells the guy to go to sleep. And Rose is like, oh. And then she says the word. What's the word? She says something like, um, we haven't had one of, like this. It's like a pusher or a yeah, something suggester like that. or a something like that. person that tells people things and then they do it. <laughs> I can't remember mm -hmm. the word, but basically they haven't had someone with this power in their little Cabal. group yeah. for, for a while. Mm-hmm. So they are wanting to recruit her. Seems like. And while this guy's passed out next to her, she cuts into his face. Yeah. Like like you'll be able to explain away to your wife and kids like where you were tonight, but you won't be able to explain away this and like carves things into his face. Like yeah. two little scratches. Like bites they look like, vamp like a vampire scratch. Mm -hmm. um, then she gets up and or steals all his money and gets up and leaves. And Damn. then outside, Rose the Hat grabs her, like, sneaks up on her, grabs her, and she's like, you want to let go of me? Like, she's trying to use her powers on Rose the Hat. And Rose is like, no, honey, no, I don't. She's very powerful. She's immune. It doesn't work on her. Mm -hmm. So then she freaks out. And then all the friends come, and it's Rose the Hat and her friends, and she's like, do you want to live for a really long time? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the girl's like, oh, I'm intrigued. And uh -huh. they go to the beach. They, like, kidnap her. Yeah. Put her in a camper van. Camper van. She wakes up in a camper van and... Oh, that's right. The next day. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can I can make you live... Or she says, how old are you? And she says, 15. She's like, I can make you stay 15 for a very long time. She's like, maybe in 100 years, you'll be 17, mm -hmm. you know, but you won't really age mm -hmm. very mm. much. Man, can you let me like grow 10 more years and then keep me at 25 I was for gonna a really say, long I time? I like, wouldn't want to stay at 15. No, but I guess she's 15, so she doesn't know. She doesn't know. But <laughs> God no. An eternity of fifteen? Um That would be a bummer. That's a bummer. So then I think we we leave, we leave them for a bit and we get back to Dan who has hopped on a bus. He just got on a bus. To where? New Hampshire? New Hampshire. And um 
but it's actually Covington, Georgia. Oh, Let yes. Let me just say, I just shot a show in Covington, Georgia. <laughs> so you <laughs> recognized it. it? Yeah. And also, this is a town that's used in like hundreds of TV shows and movies. Shout out to Covington. So, yeah, big time. Covington, Georgia. Covington, plays Georgia. Plays for New Hampshire. Plays for New Hampshire. And yeah. so, but he gets off and he's in New Hampshire. He meets Billy. He doesn't know why he stopped in New Hampshire. And neither do we. It's right. There's not even a bus stop, actually, where the bus stops. It's very weird. It's so weird. Billy is building what he calls Teeny Town. Teeny Town. Town. Who's Billy? (laughs) Billy's the guy that he meets outside of Teeny Town. Oh, he's a new person who really takes to Dan immediately. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've seen your 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 kind before. (laughs) Like your look. Mm -hmm. Like you're running away from something. And he's like running away from myself, I guess. And he's like, Well, do you need a job and a house? Like, let me get you all set up. And takes him to get a room for rent in the same building as him. And it has a big chalk wall in it. Then we're back to Rose and, and Andy. Oh, by the way, they name her Snake by Andy, the girl, the pusher or whatever okay. the term is. And um, they are going to turn her into one of them. They're kind of like vampire type things. Yeah. This is all very stupid. I, I think this is the, the, the weakest part of the movie is basically they hunt people with a shining and inhale their steam. Mm-hmm. To take their powers? To take their like yeah. powers, which gives them immortality-ish almost. Yeah, it's like drinking unicorn blood or... But they're like vampires out of rather they just like actually drank their blood. Like it just looks stupid to inhale like little puffs of smoke from their mouth. It just looks dumb. It's like um 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 like like how dementors do in Harry Potter movies where they're like and they like breathe their But that looked better too. Yeah. This just looks dumb. So they're having this little uh, one -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. So is the implication that they are taking the power away from her or she's sharing it with all of them? So they're not taking anything from her. They're giving her the steam of Violet, the little girl from the beginning. That was 20 years ago. 30 years ago. Well, yeah. Yeah. They store steam from a lot of. They store steam. People. Steam's got a long shelf life. They've got like these little jars so that have steam in it. So they kill the people who have the shining and then they take their steam. Yes. They take the steam while they're killing them. The yes. more okay. scared a person is, yes. the more steam they release. Pain and fear purifies the steam or something like that. They, yeah. they well like put. Well put. They like mm-hmm. make it the most torturous, painful experience they can because that makes the steam better and more potent or something. Right. Well, that's fucked up. Um. So they... Correct. <laughs> To say the least. It is fucked up. So they give Andy, Snakebite Andy, Violet's steam and... From their own mouths. From their own mouths, doing a little, what do you call? CPR, but reverse. No, it's like CPR. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's hot. I always thought so about CPR. CPR is hot. It's really, really hot. Like mouth to mouth. Yeah, it's great. Hell yeah. Y'all do some mouth to mouth. (laughs) Um, so she, you know, like convulses and seizures and it's apparently very painful Mm -hmm. to get the steam. Well, like the first time you have the steam, something is happening with the anatomy, I suppose. You die. You're you're, like becoming the vampire. You die. Something like that. It's, it's all stupid. It looks very stupid. Okay. So she sounds stupid. Yeah. Um, she's, she's one of them now. Um, Dan, back to Dan in his little room. And he sees a fly on the wall and he's sleeping in bed and he has like a dead hand 
around him, like a gray hand, as if someone is spooning him. And he slowly gets out of the bed, freaked out. And then the hand grabs him and he jumps away. And then it's the mom and the baby from the earlier scene. And they're like dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, but I don't think that they are dead. This is like a confusing part. Like the baby certainly wasn't dead. So we're thinking like it's just his guilt. Maybe probably his guilt. Yeah. He's being haunted in another sense. Yeah. Mm, Good point. Thank you. Um, But then this um, makes him kind of freaks him out enough that then he goes to Billy and he's like, I need help. Like you said, you've seen people like me before. I think I need some help. Meaning he wants to stop drinking. Uh, Billy takes him to an AA meeting. This is what Billy thinks. Yeah. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Because Billy doesn't know about the monsters in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're just now calling. You just hit rock bottom. Um. So they go to an AA meeting together. And there's a person who's leading the the thing who's a famous actor, you know, who's hmm. the, who was he? No idea. He's been in a bunch of stuff before. And he's like, is there anybody else who's got a great story? And Danny's like, well, I've only been 24 hours sober. And he's like, oh, that's great. Come on and tell your story. And so mm-hmm. he talks a little bit and then they talk after the meeting and he shakes the guy's hand and he notices that he's messing with his wrist, the guy who's leading the meeting. And then Danny, for some reason, goes up to him. When the guy's leaving, he's like, oh, by the way, you left your watch on the soap basin near the operating room because I know you're a doctor and uh, you're worried about your watch, but don't worry, it's there. And the guy's like, well, that's interesting. How did you know that? And he's like, I get an intuition about things sometimes. And then the guy like has him in his office the next day. And it's like, he's like, do you want a job? You want a job? Do you want a job? It's like not freaked out that he's like a freak. (laughs) He's just like, hey. Let's get this guy a job. Yeah, yeah I would feel like he was stalking me. That would be sure. my <laughs> right. first assumption if someone knew that kind of detail Nine about my life. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need good men. I need an orderly to work three days a week. A good man's hard to find, harder to keep. Mm-hmm. I think he says that. Um, then I think we get a scene of him working as the orderly. Oh, yeah. And This is kind of sad. This is when he goes into room 217, mm-hmm. which is the original 237 mm-hmm. from The Shining, but now it's in the... Hospital. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Which is really more like a hospice. Hospice. This is where people die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And there's a very- Not great for Dan. No. There's no. a very, very, very cute cat. Talk about the kitty. <laughs> there's white, a cat in this film? White, fluffy. I mean, it's adorable. And it uh, runs down the hall and like scratches at this door and pushes open a door. And Dan's like, oh, you're not, not supposed to go in there and like kind of- goes in after and it's the cat is sitting at the foot of a man in a hospital bed and the man like wakes up and is like oh the cat's here like she always knows when people are about to go like I had a feeling it was almost time Mm -hmm. and Dan is like do you want me to get a doctor um is there anything I can get for you and he's like no no like just stay with me like I can feel that it's time and he's kind he's kind of scared i think mm-hmm. he's like i just want someone to be with me i'm scared i don't know what's going to happen right i need comfort comfort me danny uh-huh and dan says it's going to be it's going to be okay it's not it doesn't end at death right nothing ever really dies right yeah like we go on and he's holding his hand it's very sweet i shed a tear in this part mm. and <laughs> this was where he says you're like Doctor Sleep. Mm. Dun dun dun. 
and then he dies. Right? He dies, yeah, peacefully. Um, peacefully holding Dan's hand, and Dan kind of does this a few times. We like get, I think we maybe see one more scene where he's kind of doing. You get the feeling that he's doing this for all the patients here, just mm. like, guiding them more peacefully. So does that cat have the shining? Yeah, I think all maybe cats, all maybe all cats. I think yeah. all cats have the shining. Wow. Um, and then we get a time jump a little eight years later. Ooh, big one. And it jumps to Dan at an AA meeting getting his eight year chip. Um, and then he's back in his room uh, with his little uh, chalk wall, which says hello on it. And it's in the same handwriting that we saw Abra has earlier at the birthday party scene earlier. And uh, can he like hear her in his head, too? I think so. I think so. I think he hears like, hello, like you can hear me. And so he's he writes back on the chalk wall. They're having little conversations through this chalk wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have been for years, I think. And he's like, Mor- kind of morning, like get ready for school or whatever. They're hey, Abra. Like, hey, Abra. Nice to see you. Cool name. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, Jacob Tremblay is in this movie. Do you guys know who Jacob Tremblay is? Yeah, from Room. Yeah, the little I boy was from Room. kind of shocked to he was see really good. him. Um, so we go to a child's baseball game. Jacob Tremblay is the batter, and Crow Daddy is in the bleachers. Uh-oh. Yeah, Crow Daddy, watch out! <laughs> and like Carpenter a Jim. parent is like in the audience, being like. He's so good. People say he can read the pitcher's mind. And Crow Daddy's like looking like licking his lips. (laughs) And then Jacob Tremblay's walking home after practice. By himself. By himself. Through like a cornfield in the middle of nowhere. Maybe his parents were watching the game or maybe not. I guess not. Somehow he's just all by himself in the middle of cornfield. And then a van pulls up next to him. And it's the group of vampire people. And... He's like, doesn't want to talk to them at first. He's like, no, I'm just going home. Like, yeah. leave me alone. There's like a tubby vampire guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, I forgot. It was name. a great game. Oh, what was his name? It was so good. It was like tubby or something. But he was, he's like, great game. You played a great game, kid. Come have a ride with us. And he's like, no, thank you. I don't talk to strangers. And then um, Snakebite Andy opens the door and she's like, you want to get in the car with us. Like, you're not afraid of us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to get in the car with you. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid of you. Um, and they, Good skill to have. they snatch him and they take him. It's like a, an abandoned ethanol factory or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And they, they like tie him down to the ground. Mm-hmm. It's very dark at night. All the headlights are shining upon him mm-hmm. and they tell him that this is going to be painful and you're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And he starts getting really scared and kind of like freaks out. And then they cut him open and start like disemboweling him a little what? bit. What? Oh. A very violent death. Real violent. And then the steam starts to come out of him, mm-hmm. and they're like sucking on the steam, and, su- mm-hmm. and they're really mm-hmm. getting turned on. Ew! Oh no, poor Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. A great performance by Jacob Tremblay, but great. he's really only in the movie for about ten minutes. So. Yeah, three scenes. But yeah, so they're killing him very slowly, very painfully. He is really, really screaming and screaming. Blood um, is going everywhere. Lots of blood. There's they have guts. like some real like nasty looking knives that they're using. Ugh. Yeah. Rusty and hooked and um, yep yeah. and uh, and then we see that Abra is feeling it and Abra oh. like shoots up in bed and is like screaming and then Danny wakes up and then bangs red rum mm-hmm. into the wall into the chalk wall it like wakes him up because he I don't think he can feel it 
I don't think he's feeling it, but I think he feels Abra or hears Abra. And she's, so Abra is like, like, stop it, stop it. And Rose like senses her watching or feeling it. And so Rose is like looking out around them while they're doing the killing and like senses Abra's mm-hmm. presence. And Uh-oh. then afterwards to Crow Daddy is like, I felt someone, I felt like someone from really far away, meaning their power is really strong. Mm-hmm. This little girl is special. Like we really got to find her. her got to get that steam. She's that steam filled, is going to be steam. Yeah, mm-hmm. that steam's going to be real nice. Right. Top top shelf steam. Well, because there also there's this conversation about how there's not as much steam in the world anymore. Mm-hmm. People oh. are on medication now. Oh right. People are like oh, watching so the internet. So it's on like totally, and it's like you know <laughs> all these things are tapping down people's psychic energy. Mm-hmm. Less steam in the world. It's really hard to find somebody who like hasn't treated their ADD or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually the shine. The shining. That's mm-hmm. so uh, that's all moving. of us should go off our meds. We all have the shining. Oh my god! I just thought I was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> all this <Nerp>. time. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Amazing. How often do you think they need to suck on the steam? Great question. <laughs> Sammy? <laughs> um, unclear, but there there are times where I think they actually do say like every six months, right? Well, they say six months. She's like, that's we've gone much longer than six months. It's not that bad. Right. But, but they definitely do like get weak if they don't have it. Got it. So, okay. So then Abra is like on a little mission to find this kid um so then she gets on the bus same bus that what's his name got on danny mm-hmm. it's like the same bus mm-hmm. right and it takes her to the mystery, same place mystery bus mystery bus to the same place teeny town mm-hmm. which has now been in operation for eight years at least yeah and teeny town is sort of like travel town or it's basically it's a place for little kids to ride kid-sized trains mm-hmm. around oh. like a little tree in the middle of the square. I pictured it like little <laughs> miniatures, like real, real, real teeny. But mm. no, it's just like... Somewhere between that and actual size. Okay, mid- right. medium town. <laughs> um, and yeah. Danny's and like a conductor. He's like working there. Mm-hmm. And they go and sit on a bench together. And he's like, it's really inappropriate for us to be talking alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, it's, that was a weird part. But Billy does like... <laughs> Just going to call that out Billy, for a does, like Billy that. does give him a look like, what's he doing talking to this like 12-year-old right. girl? Because Billy runs Teeny Town. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Billy knows. Billy's looking, so Billy is Billy's, aware of the <laughs> complication. Billy's looking out for pedophiles. <laughs> Regular, and he is not a pedophile. And he's himself. not one of them. No, but he's, he's not looking for them. Mm-hmm. He knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so Abra says, basically, I felt these crazy vampire gang killing this little boy. I know where they are. I saw the sign in my vision, and I need your help to stop them. Mm-hmm. And Dan says, No. He's like, What? Well, what? You, what you're gonna want to do is dull your shine and like. Mm. Try to like stay away from them. Like Honestly, stay out seems of there. Like really good advice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but obviously she's not going to follow well, that advice. Yeah, she's brave. She's a Gryffindor. She's definitely a Gryffindor. She's totally, probably a Gryffindor. Totally, probably, definitely, totally, probably, definitely. I feel like Danny's like a Hufflepuff. Totally, probably, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Hmm. Okay. And all the vampire gang are Slytherins. Exactly. Who's a Ravenclaw? What's it, Billy? Billy? <laughs> no. No. The cat? 
Mm. Maybe. Dick Halloran? He's dead. We have to complete this metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm sorry I brought it up. Maybe it's the doctor with the watch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor. Of course that's the choice. Yep, yep, yep. Great. Thank you. It's the doctor. Now we can move on. <laughs> so he sends her on her way. He's like, No, I'm not gonna help you. And this is dangerous. So do what you gotta do to like not let them find you. Mm-hmm. Then we get the back in the hospice place, the cat going into a room that Dan is like, That room's empty. What are you doing? And it's Dick Halloran. It's Dick. It's this Dick. is Dick. That's right. And he basically gives him a pep talk where he's like, I did this for you as a little boy. I, I risked my life for you. And mm. died. And died. <laughs> Not just risked. Gave sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sacrificed myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, Abra is asking this of you now. Word. And <laughs> it's like, like, you got to do it. You got to do you it. You got to do it. Be a Gryffindor. I know you're a Hufflepuff and this is hard for you. <laughs> if Cedric Diggory can do it, you can do it. Exactly. Um, Rose is ramping up her search for Abra. She's going onto the roof of her RV and she's mm-hmm. doing some meditating. This is where she's like, she's got the antenna out. Mm-hmm. She's searching for the vibes mm-hmm. so she can direct everyone where to go. And she's doing some like astral projecting. For sure. She starts to fly. She starts to fly around like the Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked really cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, a good part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought this part was cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. This is actually probably my favorite part of the movie. Oh, okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's floating around the Earth's atmosphere, <laughs> tracing uh, Abra's energy and finds her way into her bedroom window. Abra is sleeping in her bed and... um. On Abra's bedroom wall, there's all these filing cabinets, and she at Rose is like going through the filing cabinets, and you like find out that this is at, this is her mind, and this is where her memories are stored yeah. and things like that. It was really cool. So that's her. That's like her brain that she's going through in these filing cabinets, mm-hmm. and she thinks she's like really got the upper hand in this situation. The little girl's asleep in the bed and she's like, hey, I'm going through her mind. And then the filing cabinet drawer slams on her hand, Ouch. slams her hand in there real hard. Yeah. She's screaming in pain and like turns around and mm-hmm. Abra is sitting at the foot of her bed, staring at her without eyes. Mm-hmm. And like the white eye, right? No, it's not the white eye. It's like a, a oh, no eye. No eye. Yeah. It's like skin only. Mm-hmm. She then goes into Rose's mind, which is a cool Harry Potter type library. Yeah. It's like a gaudy cathedral, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. a library mm-hmm. and it's like card catalogs, super fine. And she's just like with her fingers, like very rapidly, like going through lots of it. So fast. And Rose is like trying to kick her out of her head. Also trying to get her hand out of the drawer. And this is like file cabinet. Nasty part. She starts pulling her hand out of the uh, drawer and uh, it's just ripping all the skin off of her hand like down to the bone ew. but it's still staying on her hand so it's just like a bunch of skin it's like flapping. flappy ew, skin ew, ew. it's very gross yeah basically abra is the the stronger one of the two Huge. hell yeah and she's showing she's like totally in control abracadabra baby <laughs> 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 so stupid. No, so good. <laughs> no, no, not you. The just the fucking name is so dumb. Every time I think that her name's Abra, I'm like, God damn it. Ugh. I know. They could have <laughs> so much, you know, much better use of it. 
Um, <laughs> like like Henley did just now. Like Henley did just now. Have a cadabra, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a big shame that that wasn't a line. In that movie. really should have been a line. <laughs> Say the magic word. Um, so Rose is like now like frantically trying to like pull away and get out. And Abra is like taking her time, going through all the shit. And like only when she decides that she's done, she then like flings Rose from her room. Rose like flies back through the air in like outer space with her nasty hand, <laughs> with her nasty, with her nasty hand, hand and slams back into her body on top of the RV, flies off the RV and her hand is like still na- like her real hand is like nasty yeah, and it's disgusting. Messed up. It's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And it's all dirty now because it's on the ground. Yeah, she's ew, like been ew, slammed ew, into ew, the ew, dirt. There's mm-hmm. like leaves and stuff. Ew, and, ew, ew, mm-hmm, ew, mm-hmm. Bugs. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and so then um, Dan wakes up Billy at four in the morning and is like, I'm going to tell you something and it's going to be like the craziest thing you've ever heard. And I just need you to really try to believe me. And drives him out to what did you call it an abandoned uh, it's a uh, abandoned ethanol factory abandoned ethanol factory <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because uh, abra has given him this information she is like projecting herself into the back seat of their car but only he can see her mm-hmm. and so billy is just like i'm either like in a car with an, a really insane person or like something really bad like both of these options are very bad nothing good is going to come of this yeah and he's like I'm going to take you to where this missing boy's body is. And they they go to the spot and dig it up and his body is there. Mm -hmm. And this is a part that I was like, if someone drove me to where a missing boy was, I would be like, you killed this boy. Right. Like, wouldn't that be your first thought? Absolutely. 100%. You're acting crazy. Mm -hmm. You're acting crazy. And you drove me right to like a split place in the middle of nowhere where a child's body is buried like you did this billy doesn't think that at all he's like oh my god you were telling the truth like wow there is a gang of vampires stealing little boys souls. way more understandable explanation (laughs) he really just believes the best in people obviously yeah billy is he's very sweet Mm -hmm. he's a kind man Mm mm-hmm Okay, great. So now he, Danny has Billy on his team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, good replacement to Dick Hall- Hallerhan. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Dick Halloran. So Halloran. he needed to yeah. replace him with another buddy. And someone of diversity, which also works out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. It was cool when the kid was being unearthed and like his lips show up and like his face. Yeah, it was I felt like that was a good horror moment. Yeah, it was. It was. Or like they like jab the shovel into his, like his shoe. Yeah. And they're like, oh, there's here's his hand. And they like start throwing up. And they're yeah. Like, oh, there's oh, his and mouth. It smells really bad. They're yeah. talking about how disgusting it smells. And he goes into like a six minute story about it's how one so time long. he killed a deer and mm. it was in the trunk of the car and he thought he cleaned it all out. But then six months later, he found some underneath the tire. And, ew, ew, ew. and that's the smell that I smell right now. He's like, and oh then, my like God. He's uh, like, I never hunted a day in my life again after that because the smell was so bad. And that's the smell that I'm smelling now. And uh, Dan's <laughs> like, you still got those rifles, though, because we're going to need them. They go and get the <laughs> rifles. That's great. I'm glad we told that part of the story. <laughs> and then um, the vampire gang is like, "All right, we're gearing up to go get Abra." Rose is like, "Hell yeah! Like, let's go!" And Crow Daddy is like, "You can't come with us. Like, she's been in your mind, and she'll probably be able to sense you coming. Mm. So, um, you got to stay here. Mm-hmm. Got to chill." 
we're all going to go without you. She's 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 mad. She's like, I want to go. Uh, Dan and Billy go to Abra's. And so they're coming up with a plan. And I think Dan says something to Abra like, okay, we're going to do this. And like, I'm going to need you to pull a trick on them. Mm -hmm. And she's like, my name's Abracadabra. I think I can handle it. My name says it all. <laughs> can we just, I'm sorry to back up. Can, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> can we go back to the beginning, actually? Can we just one thing? Because I think it's, is it when they're in the car to go get the little boy that uh, Danny really gets into it with Abra about the boxes in his head? Because I think that's when we see like Danny actually has 15 of these boxes. Maybe. In his head. I can't so remember when that Abra's happened. like, how is it that you've gotten over all this shit? Like what, how do you deal with all these things? He's like, well, this man showed me a trick once. You put mm-hmm. something in a box and you put that box in your head and you just lock it up and like make it go away forever. And then you see inside of Danny's head, it's like inside of the maze. Right. right? They're like, they're not the going shrub away. Maze. You have so many boxes. They're just in the box. Yeah. There's like 25 boxes. There's like a ton of boxes. No, There's a lot of potential energy there. All like w- right. with things inside of right. them, like kind of wobbling, totally. trying, to, trying to get out. And it was at that point that I knew how the movie was going to end. Mm, right, right, right. With yeah. some unboxing. A lot of unboxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Appealing mm-hmm. to the youth market. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. are my, those are my favorite type <laughs> Why of Why did they bar- get 14 million? They, did, they should have leaned on the unboxing part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor opening book. <laughs> unboxing trailer. Oh, and this one. This is an old lady that I found it about. It's like a Kardashian uh, voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Back, back on track. Really back on track. Um, so Danny, Billy, and Abra are in a car driving into like the middle of the woods. She's like, they're, they're sensing us. They're following us. And, Mm. and he's like, good, good. Like, let them, let them follow us. The vampire gang gets there and Abra is like sitting on a table, cross-legged, like meditating. In the middle of a state park, in the middle of nowhere on a picnic table. Like a picnic table. And the vampires are acting kind of like she's just hanging out there. Right. Well, so so Snake by Andy is kind of doing her thing, being like, you're you're tired, you're falling asleep. And and um, Abra is like falling asleep, kind of playing into it. Mm -hmm. And they inject her in the neck with like a little sleep potion thing. And Snake by Andy's like, oh, after all the talk I heard about you, like, I thought you'd be a little tougher to catch than this. And then snap to. It's a teddy bear that she has injected with a thing, and it was a trick. This is the magic trick that Dan was talking about earlier. Right. And we see now reveal that Abra is still at her house, kind of projecting this vision to the park. Dan, Dan and Billy are actually there, but she is not. It so- might have been a rabbit. It might have been a stuffed rabbit, like a rabbit out of a hat. Thank you so much. Mm, that's important detail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing Great. on my sleeve. So do they? So they inject it, and then they immediately realize it's not Abra, mm-hmm. or are they still? And then tricked? they're kind of like they're like, "What the fuck?" And they all like turning around and like, "Where are?" <laughs> <laughs> you hate this movie. <laughs> well, then yeah, it's great though because then they start shooting. Well, then the rifles come into play. It's not day. And so, Billy yeah, and Danny. Dan, Dan and Billy are. Are hiding in diff- in the woods, shooting, trees. shooting at them yeah. with the rifles, and they are just dying left and right. The vampires, vampires. Oh, e- that's all it takes. Easy to kill. Easy, mm-hmm. easy peasy. Rose back at the RV park or whatever is feeling all of their deaths, all the screaming, feels. crying, 
super, super angry. It's really emotional, I think. It's very emotional for her. They've Those known are each all other her a friends. long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was easy to kill them. So they kill so all of them <laughs> except for Snakebite Andy, who runs into the, uh, the RV mm-hmm. and they're kind of coming up on her. She's the last one and they shoot her. She comes out of the RV. She falls onto the ground. She's been shot. She's not quite dead yet. And Billy's like going up to like finish her. Uh-huh. Danny's like, and Dan's like, stay, stay back, away. stay back. And she just looks at Billy and says, kill yourself. And Billy shoots himself in the head. No. And then she dies. Oh, no. It's really sad. But she's like laughing. And she's really laughing. Mm -hmm. She's like, men. I think she says, men. Something like that. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, She says that a couple of times. That's good writing. Yeah. (laughs) Men. She's a very empowered character. Yeah. Look, a lot can be said, but that one word. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Abra is is sending Dan a telepathic message being like, where's Crow Daddy? Where's Crow Daddy? I like see I've saw all of them except for Crow Daddy. And then we see her Crow Daddy is in her house and actually injects her in the neck with a thing oh, and gets no. her. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Crow Daddy. Crow puts Daddy. Her, puts Crow her Daddy's over his shoulder, walks out of the house. We see in the background, far in the distance, her dad. With a knife in his chest. Her dad is dead. <gasps> Motherfucker. Oh, no. yeah. Whoa. Okay. El Papa and then. <laughs> and then. <laughs> and then Dan is like in the woods with nobody. Everyone's dead. His friend is dead. Billy's dead. He can't hear Abra anymore. Um, he goes to her house, sees her dead dad and goes back to his house he's doing like a very uh focused meditation thing his eyes roll up in his head he's mustering all he can and he finds her in the back of the van first we see her in the van i guess with crow daddy yeah and he's like i've injected you with you with enough tranquilizer whatever it is Mm -hmm. to like you don't have any shine right now right and so she's like trying to do stuff and he's like you can't it's not gonna work she's like little girl drunk kind of just like yeah yeah lolling around Mm -hmm. the back seat and then dan astral projects into the car with her Mm -hmm. and they have a little conversation and he's like i'm gonna take care of this i guess and he inhabits her body he inhabits her body her eyes become blue that's how you know totally (laughs) (laughs) and um she like gets up as dan and he's like She's like, fuck, I feel hungover. And Crow Daddy's like looking in the rear view mm. min- w- mirror being like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, I haven't had a hangover in like... 25 years. <laughs> like however many years it's been. And he's like, wait. Who- wait, this is suspicious. He's like, who are you? <laughs> cool, Dan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have one thing Literally going for you. say nothing. <laughs> well, I think it's all part of Danny's big plan. Yeah. Dan's got a good plan here. This is one of my favorite parts of the film, actually. Okay. Tell it. Yeah. Tell it, Dom. Okay. Well, so they're having a little conversation. It's like Dan inside of Abra and the guy. And he's like, you people that think you're going to live forever. And he looks down at his seatbelt. He's like. The arrogance. The arrogance. <laughs> and then somehow he makes the car drive slam. off the road, slam into a tree. And Crow Dad goes right through the windshield because he didn't have a seatbelt on because he thought he was going to live forever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Another beautiful social commentary. Wear your seatbelt, your seat kids. Wear your seatbelt, kids, mm-hmm. for sure. So Abra's totally fine. Danny got thrown out during the astral projection, but he's okay. Mm-hmm. 
And, and Crowdaddy's dead? Crowdad's dead, and Rose the Hat is flipping out. She is pissed. Yeah, because Crowdad was her man. Did she see him die? She felt she's it. She's watching she felt it. it. She's feeling it, yeah. yeah. And he had a bad death. So it's just Rose left out of his, the group? His face was yep. all like mangled, yep. and his, his skin is off his head, and... Yeah, it was tough. Skin is off his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gross. He went right through the windshield, tore him up. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't notice the skin off the head. That sounds Owie. nasty. Is that the end of the movie? <laughs> close. Yep. We're getting closer. We're getting close. Four fifths. Um. So then okay. Abra and Danny meet up again, right? They have to. And they're like, Dan's like, I got a plan. I know a place that's dangerous for people like us so hopefully dangerous for people like her mm, okay mm. and mm, that's the logic there mm. go to a place that will make us more weak yes in hopes that it will also make her more weak we don't know what she is really but fingers crossed mm-hmm. um so Aber and Dan drive up to the the Overlook Hotel really quickly in like yeah, a little Toyota what a cell little cross country yeah, adventure cross country having. and it's like snowstorm Yes, they're Real in. bad snow. They're, yeah, they're Always in like a there. sedan. It's like a tiny little, yeah, like a little Corolla or something. <laughs> and they make it up in, in, a, in a big snowstorm that in The Shining, we were very clearly told could not make it up there. Mm-hmm. Like they needed a snow cat. Yep. Anyways, 30 they years make it. later, roads have improved. Here they we make go. it up. Yeah. Um, Good and, point. Actually, Emily, that might be true. Maybe the roads have improved. Maybe the roads Maybe. have improved. Or the cars have improved. Or both. So Dan is like, you stay in the car. And tell me when she's coming. And she's like, well, why are you going in there? And he says, I got to wake it up. Yeah, he's got to wake it up. Overlook mm-hmm. is all boarded up. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's got a thousand eyes. He walks in. And as he walks in, all the lights like start turning on as he walks by them. Pretty cool. Somebody paid the bills. Mm-hmm. The ghosts are paying the bills. Ghosts are paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> and he like goes into like the boiler room and turns on mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah, goes into each of the rooms. We get like all the callbacks to The Shining. He goes into the bar mm-hmm. and all the lights turn on in there. Goes into the room where his dad axed the door. Yeah, we see like the hole where like his dad sticks his through. head in it. We get that famous mm-hmm. Here's Johnny shop and right. now with Ewan McGregor. See the window where they escaped out of. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to the bar, that's when we meet Lloyd. Mm, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's another one of the actors who's portraying a character played by an actor in The Shining, the movie. So it's an actor that looks like... Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Young Jack Nicholson. And he's now playing the part of the bartender whom in The Shining, Jack Nicholson was like drinking from. Now he's the caretaker. Mm-hmm. And he keeps trying to get Danny to have a drink. And Danny keeps being like, Dad, come on. And he's like, I'm not Dad. I'm Lloyd. Mm-hmm. In the hotel, quit pissing me off. Mm-hmm. And then he starts drinking mm-hmm. and sort of like feel the dreams gone awry. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to play catch with you. <laughs> I want to kill you. <laughs> not your son. And then Lloyd like smashes the drink or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he like throws a little tantrum. Everything all over the place. Yeah. And then he disappears. Yeah. I like that part a lot. It meant nothing, but I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're close. We're All close. Right, we're close. close. How close, though? <laughs> Do we have to finish this tomorrow? <laughs> so. No, it has to happen now. It has to happen. No, we're close. Now. We're close. So then we're in the hotel. We see the boxes in Danny's head rattle a little bit, rattling. Those They're those like, ghosts are oh, trying to home. get out. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. 
They're feeling the Overlook Hotel's presence. Meanwhile, what's her name? Abra in the car. It's like, she's coming. She sees Rose headlights. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, she's coming. So then she goes into the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then um, Rose comes into the hotel. Mm-hmm. And Abra and Danny are together. And then they're in the writing room. And Rose like gets to the table, sees Danny. And then something happens to Rose where all of a sudden she's in the maze. Mm-hmm. And she's chasing Abra. And then... Abra is standing in front of her with the little like gross knife that Rose used on Jacob Tremblay. Right. And without moving. Comes up from behind comes her. Comes up from behind her and slices the back of her knee. Mm-hmm. Does it several times. Does it many times. And Rose is getting very annoyed. Mm. And she also says something like, oh, you've made, a, made some improvements in your mind since last time I was in here. Then. Rose is confused, confused, and all of a sudden, somehow she gets it, she stops, she reaches her hand out, grabs Abra, uh-huh. and stops her from doing the thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But is she, like, backing up to a box? Yes. Right. So then the boxes are, like, <gasps> yeah, coming up behind her, and then she's, like- And one starts to open. Uh-huh. And she's, like, wait a second, I'm not in your mind. I'm in Danny's I'm mind. I'm in Dan's mind. I'm in somebody else's thing. And then, boom, they're popped out. She doesn't get in the box. It's not the end of the movie yet. We're back in the writing room. And all of the ghosts come with? I think Danny lets them go. Oh, man. (laughs) Because Rose somehow then gets the upper hand. Danny has the axe. They're on the stairs backing up. He keeps telling Abra to run. Abra doesn't go anywhere. And then I think Danny lets all of the monsters in his head go. Mm -hmm. So that they will Mm -hmm. tear Rose apart. Yes. Which... They, they do. do. They do. And there's one of them that reaches like in through her face, Ew. like under her skin. Yeah. And they're like ripping her face off. That was kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's just like in there. Yeah. And you can see the hand. It's like very nasty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they. they and this is like in, in, in real life. Yes. Yeah, this is real. Okay. And this is real. This is this real. Is real. <laughs> this is real. Mm-hmm. And then she steams out. She steams out? She steams, steams out. out. She steams Kind of like charring out. <laughs> for the listeners um but then they turn on dan because they're just they're they're not on his side they're like hello denny <laughs> come play with us forever and again ever. forever and ever and abra he he's like he's like you really need to go and so she runs mm-hmm. and they attack him attack him somehow he got poked in his artery oh right she stabbed she rose stabbed, stabbed rose him before, before. Oh, we skipped that. Shit. So before Rose steams out, she does stab Danny in his femoral, femoral artery. artery. His femoral ow, ow, artery. Owie. You know that one yeah, in the, the leg. Yeah, one in the leg. Right. Mm-hmm. And she An starts- important one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she starts- um, Putting her finger in it. Putting her finger in it. Ew, ew, yeah. Ew. She's and like steaming the pain. Steam's coming out of his mouth. She starts yeah, steaming Danny like that. Yeah, because the more pain that they're in, the better the steam is. Oh, so this is before Rose oh, dies. Oh, this was so yeah. good. And then she was like, Danny, your steam smells like whiskey. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So dirty. Give me more steam. Um, Yes. Yes. But then he's like, okay, boom. Animals, they're the monsters come. Get her. Ghosts get her. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they come after Danny. And then how does Danny get out of it? Well, we don't we don't see. So then Abra runs away and we see Abra in like another room of the hotel. And then Dan comes in looking all like mm. creepy and possessed, right. carrying an axe. And he's now going after Abra. <gasps> oh, the cycle repeats. Yeah. Abra's like trying to talk talk to the Dan 
inside mm-hmm. the ghost body mm-hmm. and being like, you're stronger than them. One of those very, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. typical mm-hmm. moments. Maybe kind of like how Dan was trying to talk to his dad, you know? Maybe. Could mm-hmm. be. There should have maybe been a Feels more like of a, a parallel very, uh, there. The conjuring moment. Yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Remember mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah. There's no place like home. There's no place <laughs> like home. And then he like comes to for a second, I think, and yeah. is like, you got to get out of here. But then he goes back. I can't get, like, I need to, to stay, to die here. Is that before he tries to axe her? Uh-huh. Okay. And then... Um, then he tries to axe her. Then he tries to axe her. So then he lifts up the axe and like brings it down on her head and stops. Uh-huh. Like an inch in front like of her forehead. Like he's fighting the, Real hard. the, the yeah. ghosts inside. Totally. It's like demons. And she mm. runs away. Dan. Bad Dan. Bad Dan, but with good Dan inside, yep. goes down to the boiler room again to mm-hmm. like really turn up the dials or, or, no, or maybe just to like just make sure that it's- Not going to blow up. Oh, but then, so he's battling with himself to be like, turn it on, turn it off. Yep. And then he stands he, there he, and he doesn't let himself. He move. doesn't let himself do it. Right. And the stuff starts going everywhere. He kneels starts down, catching on fire. He smiles. He he's sees like, his mom. That's right. He has a nice little moment with the Shelley Duvall yeah. lookalike. And they're sitting there holding each other. And then it. The whole place blows up. It was touching. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sweet. I think I. Yeah. I think this is when I cried. I think so. Yeah. And um, so he dies. He dies. He dies. Mm-hmm. And then she's home. Yes, her mom is still alive. Her mom was out of town for all of this. Oh. She's home talking to Danny. Yeah. In the room. So oh. Dan's now her Dick Halloran. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what he says. But he's like, "Good job." Oh, he says. He says. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Shine on." You crazy diamond. Shine on. People Mm -hmm. in the theater laughed, right? Lots. It was very stupid. Shine on. Shine on, Abra. Shine on. He said it, and then people behind me were like, shine on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shine on. Oh, you This This movie sounded bad. Um, yeah. It's not done yet. Not done. Oh, my God. Because then Abra's like, and Rose said that there were more of them out there. Do you think there's more? And Dan's like, it doesn't matter. You got to live your life. There might be. Mm-hmm. But you can take him. I don't know. There could be a sequel. We're not really gonna close the door we're on we're this one. We're not committing until we see how the opening weekend does. But <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? But then in her bathroom in her house, um, the old lady is in the bathtub with the pulling the shower curtain back and looking creepy and hungry because now she's kind of connected to the hotel as well. Mm-hmm. She has been there. And the mom comes up and is like, Abra, mm, time for dinner. Mm. And then she's like, Abra, I'm really sad about your dad. Mm-hmm. And Abra's like, Mom, she's not going to say anything. And then she's like, Mom, I want you to know I have this superpower. Mm-hmm. It's real. And dad's okay. Dad's okay. Yeah, that is a sweet, sweet it's little sweet. moment. Actually, I think that's when I cried. Because yeah. then the mom's like, and the mom's like, thank, really? Like, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Because at sweet. first she was not into Abra having these superpowers. She's yeah. like, what's the deal with the spoons? This is freaking me out. Mm-hmm. Now she's like, well, you can talk to dad. Cool. That's nice. Thank okay. you. And then she's like, dinner's ready. And Abra's like, just a second. Mm-hmm. Gotta take care of this old lady in the bathtub. Right. Goes in, mirroring the earlier scene, closes the door, closing herself on the old woman in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the movie. Fiend. 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 Okay. It's still bad. I still mean, bad. not that 
Finally. The, that last scene. <laughs> Finally. That is so interesting. It really what it was well reviewed, guys. Seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Yeah, but that's Rotten like Tomatoes. That is Rotten Tomatoes. Look at Metacritic. That's much lower. Oh, is, is that? it? It sounds really cheesy. It is. Hmm. Also, I like just don't even know where I stand on Ewan McGregor. Well, I don't like Ewan McGregor. I will say I thought he was good in this. I I think he's a really good actor, but I think he does like the stupidest shit. Yeah, you mean his cho- his yeah, his role like, he, choices. And he's they're getting worse. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um well, I'm gonna guess you guys will not see it. No, not for not, not for scary reasons. Like, I don't wanna. I just sounds um it doesn't sound uh that intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. I will say I Well, like, this was a waste. <laughs> I will say I enjoyed it while I was watching it. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, everything was stupid. Mm. Should they make a third one? (laughs) No. I bet Mm. after I bet they were leaving it open. But after the box office performance, I bet they won't. Well, Um, hey, Dom, thanks for doing this. So sorry you hated the movie and so did all of us. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm sorry (laughs) I couldn't make it more enjoyable. Hopefully the retelling of it. The retelling of it. The retelling of it. And the retelling of it. more perfect. The retelling of it won't be two hours and 36 minutes long. (laughs) It was a lot. I almost purposefully just like meted out every single Mm -hmm. inane detail Mm -hmm. just to like get the point across. (laughs) This is what we had to sit through in order to make this conversation happen. Um, you Thanks guys, for having me. Dom, thank by the you way. so much thank for coming for, on our you. podcast. I'm really, I'm really honored to be here. You're welcome. One back of my favorite time. Someday we'll bring you back for a movie you like. How a movie that, that you choose. That. I would love Please that. Let's do that. Yeah. Can we do that? Yes. yes. We'll do okay. that. Of course. Yes. We'll okay. That. That'd be great. Um, thanks so much, Dom. Thanks for having me. Until next time. And <laughs> goodbye. Hey everyone, it's Henley. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Um, If you had a great time hearing about Dr. Sleep with Dom, then please head over to iTunes and subscribe and throw us a five-star review. Um, We're also on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. Um, So go follow, leave us a comment, tell us what movie you want us to do next. All right. uh, Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.